Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Last night was Halloween, but even more scary. Today is the day after Halloween. People waking up with the cruel reality that Halloween fell on a weekday, a work day, a school day. Sleepy, grumpy children who stayed up late eating candy and parents tired from walking their children around the neighborhood last night and also eating candy. You know you did. Sure, Halloween is fun, but today will seem like the longest day of the year. This message brought to you by people who believe trick-or-treating should always be the Saturday prior to Halloween, unless it falls on a weekend. Everything's running smoothly. And this right here, it's your KC Show, baby. What's the word, Kansas City? A happy hump day, baby. To the KC Morning Hoes on the show today. I am so, so excited for you to hear this. Time Magazine, like yes, that time, they put together a brief documentary on KC tenants. As you know, Kansas City's official tenant union, and specifically, this documentary features our director at KC Tenants, Tara Ragavir, as well as leader with KC Tenants, Janae Manley, who ran for city council, as you remember, friend of the show, they both are. I am a leader of KC Tenants, Tara is my organizer, Janae's voice, in fact, our first interview, which was on this show, 21, maybe January, those words, our interview is why I knew I had to join this collective, our collective our brothers our sisters our comrades at kc tenants so yes i saw this doc and goosebumps tears all the above inspiration i hope you enjoy this rate review subscribe do that thing you do kansas city back in your feeds tomorrow got some music tomorrow it is a good day to be a kansas Cityan. absolutely we will see you in the morning bye We envision a Kansas City where everyone has safe, accessible, truly and permanently affordable homes. At KC Tenants, we are here to get shit done. Their tactics are effective, but they are bullies. They will make the most noise and show up on your lawn and demand things until they get them. And it's working. Hey. Hi. 
I was born and raised in the Northland of Kansas City. My mom was a single mom. We lived in a tent for a little while. We lived in friends' basements. At 20, I found out I was pregnant with twins. Five weeks after they were born, I went back to work, donating plasma, working at Applebee's, piecemealing life together. Got my Section 8, and then immediately it was like taken away because they claimed I was working two jobs when I wasn't. I moved back in with my ex, and I knew that I was getting myself into an abusive situation. I was like, okay, this is impossible. And that's when I found Casey Tennant's. What up, what up, what up? Hi. Hi. Hi, Avery. You're freezing? Tar was like one of the first people to say, are you going to take your power back? Here are the ways that I can support you to do it. Like you've got a crew that wants to follow your leadership. So you got to do what you got to do. I don't know if it's like listening to some hype music. I don't know if it's like... When we first started organizing, I was hearing a lot of stories of horrible conditions. I had gained access to 20 years of eviction data in urban Kansas City. And we were finding that several dozen tenants were being evicted every business day. I have mold in my bathroom. My air conditioning went out about four weeks ago. Part of my ceiling collapsed in my front room. I'm being evicted. I have court on December 21st. There's lead paint. I just don't know what to do next. I have to find somewhere else to live. The people who are displaced here, the people who are exploited, don't have other places to go. In addition to housing the people of Kansas City, we want to make sure that every tenant in this town is part of a union. We talk a lot about tenants as a political class, a class of people who identify with their tenancy. They're poor and working class tenants, and that's actually not something to be ashamed of. It's something to find strength in. So Emerson Manor is another property on the east side, and it is also owned by the same landlords who own this building. We did a, we did a canvas there a few weeks ago. Michael, what were the conditions like there? It's a real shithole. Yeah? <laughs> How so? Stove. Five hundred dollars with no stove. That's it what was it was. feces on the floor oh, in the no, no, yeah. No, 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 uh -huh, the in the laundry room. room. Uh -huh. How many people in that apartment building willing to come forth? If five people willing to come forth, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Of course there are going to be some housing providers who do not maintain their property according to codes. There's always going to be a bad apple. Like Tara and her team have been called a profiteer, a gentrifier. We've been called every name you can think of. It's been set up as an us versus them, with us being the villains. Casey Dunn's, first of all, has not taken a formal position on all landlords. <laughs> We organize against landlords who are bad to our people. And the profiteers are not these nice moms and pops. The profiteers are corporate profiteers who have engineered the market in their favor. 
My enemies will love to see how messy my desk is. <laughs> this bowl didn't really have a lot of meaning four years ago, but we have given it its meaning. You mess yep. with the bowl, you get the horns. Tenants organized a union at Gabriel Tower after their air conditioning went out this summer. They took a list of demands to the property manager and to the property's corporate representative. We're not going to quit doing these protests or whatever until things start to change around here. My job as Janae's organizer is to hear her vision for herself because the world needs her to be audacious as hell and ambitious as hell. That ain't right! That ain't right! That ain't right! Tara would call me and be like, hey, I need you to give a testimony. Can you do that? Or here's the thing that's happening at City Hall. She's committed to people who are impacted making the decisions around our lives. But then when COVID happened, we shut down. Breaking news, stay at home. That is the order tonight from four state governors. It's now classified as a public health emergency. Housing advocates warn we could be headed toward a massive wave of homelessness. Some of the people that we organized were some of the most vulnerable people in the country during those early months of the pandemic. Many Americans don't have stable housing. Now the federal moratorium on evictions is gonna expire at the end of this month. My abuser was still living with me. I saw unemployment numbers rising, domestic violence numbers rising at the same rate. And I was like, oh, it's gonna get really bad. She was working at a gas station and she was working overnights. So she was sleeping like 30 minutes in a 24 hour period for weeks on end. And she called me bawling. And she said, I don't know how the world can let this happen. I am taking a minute to call on Governor Parson to let him know last night I worked from 10 p.m. till 7 this morning. I can't cut back on my hours at work to be able to be a mom and a teacher to my kids without a rent suspension. At that time, the consequences of an eviction were equivalent for some to a death sentence. So we were left with no other choice but to shut evictions down. Others displayed messages on overpasses. We want to cancel rent and mortgages. They chained themselves to the doors of the Jackson County Courthouse in protest of evictions. They chained themselves to the doors and posted a big thing saying you have blood on your hands to a judge who was merely doing his job because he wouldn't stop evictions like they demanded. What kind of sense is that? That feels violent to me. And so they used the eviction moratorium to chip away at our private property rights. Your investment is not worth more than a person's life. And their life right now depends on the place where they live. And they can't afford to pay you rent because they've lost their job during a global pandemic. But you've got federal aid to help you out, buddy. You're gonna be okay. shut down 90% of the evictions that were scheduled. Today, a new order. Zero evictions till January 24th. One of the beautiful things about COVID, as a real estate agent, I saw this too for my clients that are selling houses, the prices went up. Rents have soared in the last couple of years since the pandemic. 
They're rising at rates higher than we've seen in 40 years. Before we started organizing, the conversation around the city hall was about potholes and trash. Truly. The fact that they're littering. The trash, the litter that is left. Spray painting graffiti. These forums were like buttoned up, pearl clutching events. And out the gate, we said, we're gonna bring our crisis to the people who have either created it or they have the power to do something about it. And we're gonna show up to the forums wearing our yellow t-shirts and disrupt. Tonight, the ongoing debate over tenant rights in Kansas City, Missouri is back before the city council. I've known my rights were being violated. I've proven my rights have been violated. All I can do as a single mother is continue to drown in a system that won't fight for me or my children. Voters approved a $50 million bond that will be used to help build what is called deeply affordable units. 48% of us are renters. Almost half the city is a tenant. We have a stake in this place, too. Passed an ordinance that gives free legal representation to tenants facing eviction. They're doing everything they can to turn this place into a playground for the wealthy, for the muckety-mucks, and I ain't a muckety-muck. Nothing in this Bill of Rights should scare a landlord who's already doing right by their tenant. The Bill of Rights for all renters. Bernie Sanders tweeted, congratulations to the advocacy work done by KC Tenants to help pass a tenant's Bill of Rights. It's a three-bedroom, one bath in Blue Hills, and it's had some paint, floors, they had gross carpet. KC tenants, they're strong and they're, they're getting what they ask for. And what they're asking for next is mandatory acceptance of vouchers and, and rent control. This is, all these things start to make this asset over here very unattractive. I am as liberal as a day is long, blue through and through. Even I'm like, it's gonna wreck the rental landscape of the city. We demand social housing! Yeah. Permanently off the private market! Yeah. And truly affordable forever! Yeah. Who in the world that's in their right mind would want the government to be a landlord and to own real estate? It's never worked. We had projects here that did not survive. Yeah, the government programs don't work as they should today. That is because they've been defunded, privatized. The answer is investing in those public programs and guaranteeing that investment over the long haul. Why does it have to be a policy solution? Why can't the natural market do what it does? The way the normal person would do, if I lost a job, I'd go, hey, which, which one of my relatives can I go double up? Live in there, can, mom, can I come to your basement? It is not a good thing for our only option to be like finding a roommate or a partner or parents. I moved my abuser back in because I knew that the only way that I wouldn't be in crisis on the rent was to have somebody stay with me. We can continue to look at poor and working class people and assume that they've done something wrong. It's not their fault. How you doing? Good. So what we know is that like we can pass policy all day. As people in our community like are living that policy, we find kinks in those policies. What's up? I can't take a break. I am getting signatures. I have already told you this. In order to pass policy in Kansas City, we have to count to seven. So there are 13 people on our city council, including our mayor, 
To pass anything, we have to have seven votes. Our lives could be a lot easier in passing policy if we had more champions on city council. So my name is Janae Manley and I'm running for city council, second district at large. I was wondering if you'd sign my petition so I can get on the ballot. There you go, there you go, good job. I was like watching city council meetings like in the middle of the night because I was hungry to learn what decisions were being made about my life and my neighbors' lives. In 2015 and 2016, I didn't believe this was possible. I sat in my room and I cried for my kids' future. If it's not working for us, we have every right to say, this doesn't work, let's change it. Let's evaluate it and build something better. We gathered 948 signatures to get us on the ballot. So I'm running for second district at large today. We're gonna fill out some paperwork and get on the ballot. I have walked into this building, City Hall, hundreds of times over the last three years. I sat in these rooms as politicians removed the protection that would protect a single black mom like me. That was the day that I learned a champion won't save us. We are who we need. Others organize around ideology. We organize around mutual interests. Casey Tenants has people who voted for Trump. We have anarchists, black tenants, white tenants, elders. We've got young kids. In the at-large races, where the votes come from all over the city, second district at-large race, Lindsey French facing Janae Manley. The biggest difference uh, between me and my, my opponent is that I'm willing to listen to all voices and bring all voices to the table, not just a narrow-minded few. Um, we are all impacted by poverty in the city, and I want to make sure that poor working-class people have a voice to help co-govern this. Fox 4 is your local election headquarters, and by tomorrow night, we're going to know who the new city council members will be for Kansas City, Missouri. Mayor Lucas had predicted that this would be the most progressive city council in Kansas City's history. Thousands of people in our city went to the polls today, and they voted with the tenant union. Yeah! 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 That is so revolutionary. Do you feel that? Regardless of the results I'm about to read, we crushed. We all know that. It is the single proudest accomplishment of my life that Janae is my leader, and I am her organizer, and she's doing exactly what the hell she was meant to do. In the second district at large, Janae lost to Lindsay French. She picked up 48.44% of the vote, 19,633 of our neighbors. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. 
run for city council in order to win a seat. I ran for city council to show poor and working class people that we can actually run for city council. I am mad as hell that I lost my election, but I am mad as hell and ready to organize. Are you? The closest race of the night was in the second district. Manley was part of a new movement spearheaded by the political arm of Casey Tennis. Four of the six endorsed candidates came out on top. The populist political organization was formed only four years ago. This is a defining moment for them. your hand and we'll put it down in some notes you'll get an extra piece of paper to take with you kansas city is just like every place like cleveland or omaha in that everything that we do here might be done somewhere else i am grateful for y'all and i'm ready to build some power power
call police to escort them You don't write out them lies, you just quote them Get offline, plug into this modem No, you can't outvote them, the rules are still golden Only jewels we holdin' if we guard our scrotum If you press the ear to the turf that is stolen You can hear the sound of limitations exploding Please, sir, may we have another portion With children of the beast that dodge the abortion Neck plate firm, tune the floor in the portion We'll shut your shit down, don't call it extortion Caution, we're coming for your head So call the feds and get files and shred Every textbook read said bring you the bread But guess what, we got you instead Classic in Kansas City celebrates the best of college basketball. It's more than just a game. Join the action at T-Mobile Center on November 22nd and 23rd as Creighton, Boston College, Colorado State, and Loyola battle in one of the nation's top early season tournaments at the Hall of Fame Classic. T-Mobile Center will be rocking as the Hall of Fame Classic semifinals pits Creighton versus Loyola and Boston College versus Colorado State, followed by the consolation and championship games the next day. Four big-time programs from four big-time basketball conferences, all competing on the same floor. History, tradition, and high-level action in the heart of Kansas City. This is college basketball's biggest stage. Get your Hall of Fame Classic tickets now at hofclassic.com or at the T-Mobile Center box office. You don't want to miss this. 